This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear. With my co-host and husband. Co-host first, husband second. That's right. That's the order it should be in. Thank you. And you didn't say your name. Jason. There we go. Thank you. Jason Shear. She'll be super chipper because Alabama. Alabama lost. We were watching the national championship football game tonight. Sorry if you're an Alabama fan. I like to root for chaos. Shelby's exact quote after the game, I can't wait until Arizona is here next year. So we'll see how that plays out. I like to aim high. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Right. You know, because we, in the middle of the national championship football game, during halftime, when you were trying to make muffins with our child very mm-hmm. quickly. Yep, that's what I get. Arizona received a commitment from Washington State quarterback Jaden Delora, which is huge. Yes. It's huge, as huge. it were. Huge. Um, so really, just to start everything, how did this play out? So if you guys remember... Uh, a couple days a week, I don't know how long, uh, I tweeted out, you know, when, so Cameron Ward, the incarnate incarnate word quarterback, um, tweeted out an Arizona offer, and I said the offer was old. It was like a few weeks old. He started tweeting out a few offers, and it became serious when he visited Washington State. It was obvious he was going to Washington State to play for his former head coach, Eric Morris, and when... Um, it, it it kind of forced Washington State to move a little faster with everything with Cameron Ward. And once that happened, Jaden Delora was kind of treated like crap by Washington State because he's a good quarterback. Entered the portal. Here's Arizona needing a starting quarterback. Um, has connections to, to coaches on, already on the staff. Um, Jonas Savanea, who's an incoming freshman, 6'6", uh, 330-pound offensive lineman, Mm. Uh, actually blocked uh, for Jaden Delora. They were on the same high school team. So there were connections to begin with. But Arizona was very patient. It, it kind of kicked the tires a little bit on Ward, saw he was going to Washington State, stopped recruiting him. Uh, kicked the tires on Casey Thompson, noticed that he was going um, elsewhere, stopped recruiting him weeks ago. Kind of did a, a little bit uh, with a few other quarterbacks, but was always going to be patient and not just settle for a guy. Um, the The... Basically, the mindset that Jed Fish had was, if I'm adding a quarterback, he needs to be a guy that is a clear upgrade, a clear starter. I'm not bringing in a guy just to add to the competition. Like, he needs to be the guy. And sometimes, you know, a quarterback would enter and people on the message board would say, oh, what about this guy? And it's like, no, no consideration at all. He's it, There shouldn't be any question. It should be this guy is coming in and he is the starting quarterback. Delora enters the portal. Um, and it was a, a pretty much a, a done deal pretty quickly. Well, I do like that he's, you know, definitely connected with the Polynesian pipeline. So that's great that he's got familiarity with the team already. Um, what do you think this does to the quarterback room and what does he bring to Arizona? 
Yeah, so what he, he brings to Arizona is proven experience and success. This is a kid who last season completed 63% of his passes for 23 touchdowns and nine picks. Um, he is significantly better than any quarterback Arizona has on the roster. The question going into next season, had Arizona not done anything in the quarterback room, was what what is Arizona's quarterback situation going to be? That's no longer a question. Now, you may question how much he fits into Jed Fish's system, although we really don't know what Jed Fish's system is. He's more of a run-and-gun, um, you know, thrower-type Jaden Delore is, but... Um, you know, he, he, I, I trust Jed Fish will cater the system a little bit to him. So he, he brings experience, um, good kid that is probably going to tutor Noah Fafita a, a little bit. Um, and, and this isn't a situation where Noah Fafita is pissed off or anything like that. Um, I had a tweet where I said it, it's good for Noah Fafita being able to learn from an experienced guy, a smaller quarterback too. He's only six feet. Um, he's bigger than Fafita, but not by much. And so you can see how a smaller quarterback does in the system. He he tutors them for a year. They compete the next year. Um, everything's fine. Like, it's not like, oh, no, the world is ending that they added Delora. But the biggest thing that they add is a proven quarterback. Like, Will Plummer's a great kid. Jordan McLeod's a great kid. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're great quarterbacks. Jaden Delora is clearly the best quarterback, and he's going to be able to come in, and I think that, with the receiving core that Arizona has landed, mixed in with the fact that it finally has a quarterback, we're going to actually see what Jed Fish's offense is. Because if you remember last year, the question is like, what is the offensive philosophy? What is the identity? We don't know. There's no one to run the offense. Jaden Delora is going to be able to run the offense, and I think we're going to get a better feel for what Jed Fish wants this offense to look like. One thing that would make me a little bit anxious, just as an Arizona fan in just with the history that we've had the last year in particular, is just protecting him. So one thing I'm interested in is seeing that that O-line beefed up so that he can actually do what he needs to do. Yeah, I mean, I was going to talk about this a little later, but you have my word that Arizona is going to land offensive linemen. Okay. They got five or six spots left uh, to add transfers, and I would say half are going to go to offensive linemen. They're going to add two or three more, have a pretty good idea of who they're going to be. It could happen by the end of the week. could happen sooner. Um, but they're going to add offensive linemen in the portal that are going to be able to come in and, uh, and play, if not start, right away. Okay, well, that's good news. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that shortly. Uh, but really quick, what type of expectations should Arizona fans have realistically with this guy coming in year one? I, I think the, the simplest answer to that is that the most realistic expectation is that Arizona will run a competent offense. Yes, it needs to improve the offensive line, and as I said, they're going to improve it. But if you watch highlights of him, it's it's night and day. His confidence in the pocket, his ability to read opposing defenses, um, his ability to actually want to throw the ball, uh, you know, which is something that you know you like. Like you look at a guy like Gunnar Cruz, they don't want to throw it. You look at Will Plummer, and some of his picks were just a sheer lack of confidence. Jaden Delauer does not lack confidence. He is going to want to throw that ball, and, and so. You know, is he going to go out and lead Arizona to a Pac-12 title? No. But is he going to go out and have more touchdowns than interceptions? And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would be shocked if he didn't. And I know that doesn't sound like a big expectation, but no one else in Arizona had more touchdowns than interceptions. you got to start low. But um, I don't see why he can't put up similar numbers to, to what he did at Washington State, 23 touchdowns, 9 picks, um, I, I 
passing. I, I don't see why he can't match that or come close to it. And um, if he does, it's obviously a significant improvement over what we saw last season. So you're saying positive stats and potentially a bowl game. Yeah. I, <laughs> Am I aiming to, you know, here, here, take it back. Two wins and potentially three, I, I'll four, say five, this. six next year. I, I mean, obviously I haven't gone through every offense in the country, but I would be surprised if there's many rosters, even a handful of rosters that have undergone a positive improvement on the offensive side of the ball like Arizona. Quarterback, the receiving room is deep as heck. Majon Wright coming back, and he's going to be eligible. Arizona got arguably the best player in California. Um, Kevin Green, another wide receiver. A.J. Jones, um, you know, they, they had a K on Burnett. Uh, they added depth to the QB room with Fafita. They're going to improve the offensive line. Uh, running backs, they added, you know, Rayshon, Speedy Luke. They added Jonah Coleman. I'm not sure in the country if there is a team that has undergone on paper, the offensive, yeah, transformation that Arizona has. Does that lead to a bowl game? I don't know, but it sure is heck going to lead to a lot more points than they scored last year. Well, that's going to be promising, and I'm here for it because we just watched a national championship game, and that was really good football there at the end on Georgia's side. So I want to see Arizona at least moving the ball and you know the defense doing what it needs to do as well, which I'm assuming is going to improve. Well, yeah, I mean, you go back to last season and, and you could even say how many games would Arizona have won if they scored a few more points? And just like an average amount of points. Like they would have beat Washington if they were able to move the ball. Colorado was basically started because Arizona just crumbled on offense. Um, there's other games where they just, the offense could never get NAU. Like, yeah. you know, you should be able to score more points than they did. And Will Plummer picked six and just quarterback struggles all over. Even Oregon. I mean, Jordan McLeod threw five picks and they were still in the game. You could point to a handful of games where Arizona realistically could have won with better offensive play. And the, the defense has questions. Don Brown is gone. They're undergoing a transformation on the defensive side of the ball and trying to add guys there. Um, you know, it, sure, Arizona would love to add 15 more guys, but it only has like five or six more scholarships. So it's not all going to happen this year. Um, but there's no doubt this is a much better football team uh, than it was last season. I think that we definitely are going to have some really great games next year where we're looking back and saying Arizona would have lost that game and Arizona's going to win with this improved offensive upgrade that we're seeing. So I think that's going to be great. Yeah, and like what a 72 hours for Arizona. It started on Saturday with Rayshon Luke winning the MVP game. It was amazing. The, like, Speedy. Uh, as fast as it gets on the college level. He's Snoop like, Dogg's not, guy. Yeah, not many faster guys on the college level right away. Um, then, you know, Jaden Delora, Monday night, and there's more coming this week. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying 24 hours or whatever, but um, there's more coming, especially with um, the quarter starting and all that, and there's kind of a deadline for that. But I, I, it's quiet. It's a lot of working behind the scenes. You're not going to get many names. Um, sorry, I'd love to give you names, but I'm telling you that Arizona is going to add more guys that are immediate impact type of players. It is... Jed Fish is the best off-season coach in Arizona football history. And I don't mean that as an insult to his on-field ability, because I don't think we could get a true feeling for that last season for reasons I explained. But I've never covered Arizona football in an off-season where it's been like this. I believe the word Jason used to me as he prepared this podcast was the word unprecedented. Unprecedented recruiting with, with the record that he had this year. So he's doing something right. 
He has the key coaches in place that are helping him recruit. And he is also recruiting himself. There was some questions on Twitter this weekend about him actually yeah, being in the crap. room. Is Jed? It's not. <laughs> someone on Twitter tweeted Shelby and I, and they're like, it's not Jed, it's his assistants. It's like, no, man, that's not how recruiting works. No. Recruiting starts with a head coach and trickles down. When you look at recruiting and where Arizona has done well, Mike Stoops was really good at first because he was aggressive, and then it kind of died down. Rich Rod never got into recruiting. Kevin Sumlin was never into recruiting, as we know. And we know what he was into. It, it, tri- Lord. <laughs> it trickles down from your head coach. And Jed Fish is as, as aggressive of a head coach recruiter. Johnny Nansen, defensive coordinator, recruits. And that's not all that common. A lot of times, coordinators and head coaches don't recruit as hard as others. This coaching staff, you have to. It's recruit or die. And, you know, when, when Arizona hired Johnny Nansen, for, for instance, Jed Fish told me this is what we need right now. Are there going to be questions about his X's and O's because he hasn't really done it like that before? Sure. But at the end of the day, your X's and O's can be awesome, and you're only as good as your talent in college football. Like, there's a reason why two teams with 15 five-stars on their roster were playing in the national title game tonight. Because at the end of the day, Nick Saban's a great coach, Kirby Smart's a great coach, but you also have 15 five-stars you're coaching. Mm -hmm. You give Nick Saban Arizona, I'd be curious to see how he did. And that's not a knock. That's part of college coaching and what it is and that really goes on any level but especially with college athletics well it's a holistic 360 degree process and it's 365 days of the year so we're just in the quiet churning the machine is churning in the background but what we all just really need is for jason to go uh, make muffins with our children yeah i might go see a movie this week or like try to go see a movie or you know try to like go eat dinner and without fail there is a commitment literally in the middle of those activities so whenever we can get him distracted that seems to be good for arizona and if you're wondering if i am the perfect man because i break recruiting news and bake the answer is obviously yes right and he did make the pulled pork in the crock pot tonight for dinner as (laughs) well so so you guys are all learning hawaiian pulled pork son of a i should have known i should have known tomorrow i'll make i don't know what is a 350 pound five-star offensive lineman eat all of it brisket brisket done super brisket all right now we're all hungry again anyway hopefully we have given you the information that you needed about Jaden. we're very excited that he's going to be on the arizona roster next year and until we have some breaking news for you we'll see you next time but aloha aloha and bear down and there should be a basketball one this week if we actually Shall play we, right? I'm, I'm just saying i'm i'm not getting it i'll when i'm on the court at mikhail and i see a ball bouncing I will assume there's a basketball game at this but point. But Arizona men's basketball did oh, Shelby, go up in the stats. Yeah, they went up to number six. And they didn't play. They could be number one by the end of the year without playing. We'll find out. All right. Maybe. Okay, well, back to Aloha. Aloha and bear down. Yeah, Aloha and bear down.